Welcome to FPL Kopi Talks Podcast, where we chat about a perfectly unhealthy obsession that is FPL. I'm ABK, also known as FPL Folk on Twitter. I am Lukman, and you can find me on FPL Kopi Talks on Twitter. We are recording this episode on the 8th of March 2022 at around 9.30pm Singapore time. And in this episode, we'll be reviewing the first part of Game Week 28 and we'll be looking towards Game Week 29. Also in this episode, we'll be touching about, uh, we'll be touching a bit on the fixtures in Game Week 31 to 38 and how we can optimize our team for that. So grab your beverage of choice, preferably Kopi, and listen along to us. Boss, Kopi also to boss. You're listening to FPL Kopi Talks. It's pretty young back again. Push out by Bartes. Wilson! Right here. Right now. How's it going, bro? I mean, we are reaching the final stretch of the season. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good with my Reese James captain this week, man. <laughs> right, I'm, I, had, I had a horrible week. I will talk to you more about it. Should, should we just go straight to my team first? Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. it. So, basically, the, I was on bench boost, uh, as, as I said on the last part. It's by, so far, it's been a damn squeak of a game week so far. I've, similar to Brandon Williams, right? I was so frustrated of my game week. But after that, I realized, oh, it's just a game. So, I just realized. <laughs> Do you see the Brandon Williams, the, the Christian Harrison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, so, one, the one he got really, um, like, he, he turned out, and then he realized yeah, that was Harrison, and yeah. he hugged him. <laughs> I felt similar. Like, I was so frustrated then, like, on Sunday morning, when I wake up, like, oh, fine, it's okay. I just realized it's just a game. And also, there's, like, there's still a chance to, to, to do well, like, because there's still a few doublers coming out. So, basically, my team so far, with my bench boost, only 61 points. So, basically, I my transfer was good. So, basically, my transfer coming in, I, I bought Reese James for Taco. But, Okay, let's just go back to... So basically, I didn't captain James. So that's why, that's why I, I'm not feeling too good. You know what I mean? If I captain him, it's a different story. Despite me pushing the, the uh, yes. <laughs> captain so basically, Yeah, so basically on Saturday, you, you kind of convinced me to buy with James and captain him. I mean, I wasn't even... I was thinking whether to buy him or Rudiger, but I listened to you and okay, I'll just buy with James. But I didn't captain. I didn't follow you because I was like, okay, I was set on my captain on, on JWP for a while. And I was thinking, just stick to my plan. But then... Lesson learned, uh, I mean, you okay, must always be flexible. I mean, you you told me a few valid points on why I should captain Rhys James. Uh, why, why don't you tell the listeners? Why, why, do, you, how, what, why do you ask me to captain Rhys James? I, I think going into this game week, the, the biggest concern with Rhys James was, was his minutes. Uh, you know, like a lot of people were speculating whether he would play both games or not. Um, but then, uh, as in just looking at, at how the fixtures were, were, were going, right? It was going to be Burnley away on a Saturday. Then it was okay. going to be Norwich away on the follow the, the Thursday Sunday. after that, and then it was Newcastle on a, on a Sunday, and then they have Lille uh, in the in the midweek game, and also after that they they'll be playing their FA Cup fixture against uh, no Champions League Champions League against Lille. Uh, Lille. Oh, you mean after that? After Lille is a is a uh, FA Cup game, I but it's it it uh, I think yeah, I think that a, one is he- yeah. haven't scheduled yet. The timing actually, yeah, I yeah. think as as of so, last week, so, I don't so, know about so, now. Just just looking at the minutes he, he had, right? He had uh he was supposed to to come on like he wasn't supposed to come on, he was only supposed to come on like 20 minutes for the Liverpool game, the League Cup game. But he, he got forced into the 70 minutes uh, game. La. So basically, uh 
in terms of injury, that, that's not that's not really good. Like you don't want to fo- to force uh, someone who just came back from a two month long injury to seventy minutes. Uh. But then the, the the important thing with with that was he survived that game. He survived seventy minutes, so that's good for his fitness. And then the game after that, he got brought in for twenty minutes when it was two two to um uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, I think there was on. a two two. Then he came yeah. on and he changed the game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Tuchel brought him on knowing that he might be going on into extra time. So he, I think Tuchel was ready to let him play 15 minutes. So I think the natural progression was him to get, get a start in, in the next game. So that, that's that's what I felt. And then I, I felt that the, the the rest in between was also uh, uh, quite quite sufficient. I mean, if um, uh, Tuchel really wanted to rest him, right, they should rest, it, they should rest him uh, in a Newcastle game to, to prepare him for the, for the Champions League game, which I think for Chelsea is the more important one. Right? So yeah. I, I felt that for these two fixtures, I think Rhys James was, was going to get two starts. And I mean, if you were to ask me, like Rhys James, right? You, you are if you're going to bring Rudiger instead of Rhys James, you are you are you definitely want Rhys James for for the long haul, you know. So if you bring Rudiger, that's just like a sideways move uh, in the future to to get to Rhys James. And when you have Rhys James, that uh, you get clean sheets and you get the potential for attacking returns and and goals like, and and we, he's basically so, a winger like he, he yeah. is a winger like he, he's, he doesn't defend yeah, like. so yeah so basically i went to bought him instead of rodiger but then i was like too, too risky for me to to captain him so i went like a safer option in a way in jwp because i know he's nil yeah anyway anyway i got i'm only on 61 points at the moment which is super super low for a bench boost and i go to Sar, i got james i got Trent, cancelo with two points and then dean who got covid unluckily because i I needed him. I needed all my players for my bench boost, but he unluckily got COVID. I got Rafinha. I got JWP as captain. San Salah, Jimenez, who has been a big. It's a big issue like, currently for me. I mean, I don't. I got feeling. I mean, we'll talk about it later lah. But I'm not feeling good about Jimenez. I got Wood, who who still hasn't scored for me for this the second game week. I own him ah. And my bench, my bench boost. I got Fraser Foster, Broha, Ramsey, and Kilman. I mean, Ramsey didn't get anything in the four goal route. Kilman. I mean, Wood's defense. I mean, I'm so frustrated with my team now I'm, I'm considering a minus 8 or even a minus 12 for the next game week so we'll talk about this we'll talk about this more in the next game week la. I mean I mean, I mean, next spot la, on Friday night when we, pop, when we talk about teams yeah but yeah I'm considering at least a minus 8 yeah, I, I, think, frustrated I, am. I, I think this game, game week we really see um, uh, a kind of a, a game swing. week where there's a big uh, swing like you can have a, a good 11 or even a good 15 right players like a strong solid 15 right and if you don't get like the, the right players this week uh, players like Coutinho players like James players like Kane or Sun in your team right you you can have a t- totally low score compared to someone who captain uh, owned these players and captain these players yeah so it's a big it's a big swing la. so I think uh, to I, I'm quite um, for, I, I don't think that I felt I, I fall on, on the side where uh, it was an extremely good week for me but I think I was kind of in the yeah. middle because I, I captain James line this yeah but before we go into your team I mean going to the game week I was actually quite confident actually that, that's what that's what makes the disappointment even worse because of the expectation so yeah. and also like I think those who work out well, cut out this game. I think those those people are flying. I mean, you got you definitely have Kane, Coutinho, those kind of players. So I think the, the timing of the workout is so important. I mean, it, it depends a lot on luck because of the, how you hit the game week. So those people who work out this game week, most of them were are flying. That's that's why I think which is quite a shame for those who are not working. Yeah, let's let's go on to your team. To, to, to be honest, like when I saw your team, I, I was I was I was thinking to myself, this team is gonna kill it, Like uh, on on paper, it looks it looks so good, now. I was I was telling I was telling you of the pot also that I thought this was easily a hundred plus uh, points team uh, right? but it's just uh, unlucky that the outcome didn't didn't go your way uh. still still possible hundred yeah. I guess forty more points I got uh, ten more players 
actually. Yeah. If Dean, <laughs> if Dean appears. Yeah. Uh, possible, like, but I mean... Uh, looks like he's going to appear though. He's, he's been training actually. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. that's good news. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, let's go on to your team. Yeah, uh, just quickly on my team. I brought in uh, Riz James for... Who did I bring him on for? Uh, oh. Sorry? Lamptey. Uh, I brought, him, uh, oh, I brought him in for, for Lamptey. I brought Killman in for... Uh, I can't remember the mere while. Let me just check my transfer history. <laughs> just for the life of me, can't remember. Cancelo. Cancelo, yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Sorry, I, br- I brought Dead. James on for Cancelo, Cancelo and uh, I brought Kilman on for, for Lamptey. La. So, uh, basically, I, 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 I left the Cancelo ship, la, basically. Uh, it was a big risk, but I think... Uh, big risk, what, yeah. Big uh, risk. I, I think it paid off la, this week. Okay. So, any, anyway, um, 70 points for me so far. I, got, I took a minus four. So, that's uh, 66. Uh, a small green arrow for me still. Uh, mid, midweek... Uh, I, Rank change doesn't really matter. Like, it's it what happens yeah. after, the, after this game week. So I got Ramsdale in goal, Kilman, Alexander Arnold, Captain James, and Tierney. Midfield, Salah, Rafinha, uh, Madison. Uh, Madison got a uh, last minute back, back injury, so he'll probably be subbed on for Bowen on my bench. And I got Watkin, who, who, who's becoming a uh, trademark uh, <laughs> became this a trademark of his where he scores a goal and gets a yellow card in the game just to <laughs> give you a misly five points every every game week la. and uh, we have, uh, I have King also who didn't start the first game uh, what was the he has an injury right thigh injury yeah for I apparently it was precautionary so he might yeah, he might so appear for the appear. for the next game yeah and I got Lacazette uh, with two assists uh, and total of eight points in my team so I'm uh, feeling good with my team so far uh, but uh, still not over yet still see many many more games to play yeah yeah let's 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 we... start uh, reviewing the games yeah let's do it let's let's talk about the first game of the game week Leicester versus Leeds it was a, a Leicester win somehow I mean for me. Leeds deserve something from the game. Man. They were by far the better team. Not just for a spell in the game, but the entirety of the game actually. You know, Le- Leicester had more of the ball maybe, but Leeds dominated the territory and chances. The XG was 0.33 to Leicester and 1.95 to Leeds. That's a big domination in my opinion. I mean, Casper made a few important saves and Leeds really looked like a good football team. Huh? The much maligned Daniel James actually looked quite good. I think if Benford played instead of Rodrigo, I think it would work much better. Yeah, That's, yeah. that's what I thought about Leeds. Huh? What do you think? Uh, in fact, actually, there, there, there was uh, a substitution in the end where they brought on Tyler Roberts and like, they were unluckily, like two minutes into, uh, into the game, he got injured and he was just hobbling around. <laughs> yeah, but I think this game reminded me a lot of um, uh, uh, an Arsenal-Leicester game before. I remember this uh, Arsenal-Leicester game. I think it was last season or two seasons ago where Arsenal really dominated the game and Leicester scored the only chance they had. Right? It was a Vardy last-minute goal and it was a mm-hmm. smash and grab. Right? And I think that's how I would describe this game. Right? Smash and grab. Easy, yeah. Uh, easy, yeah. Uh, I, watched, I watched the game and I, I, that was the only chance I saw Leicester, Leicester having like, Harvey Barnes scoring that goal. Yeah, it's a great goal, lah, but definitely against the run of play. I mean, for the formation, right, at least basically play a 4-2-4. The two midfielders, right, in the midfield, like the double K, uh, Koch and, and Klitsch. Yeah, I think they, they are quite good. Lah. I mean, those two... I mean, unlike the Bielsa, usually the, the midfield is like usually out, outnumbered, right? Like playing 1DM, getting runners. I think those two create a good base. But then like the, the front four, they're pretty much like a 3-1, like a 2-2. They, they're quite flexible like, in a way. I mean, they look good. I mean, fullbacks were very advanced. But I think in against a better team, I think that you can really exploit that like, in my opinion. Because the, the, those four didn't really have much defensive duties. So they're actually quite attacking. They really um, rely on the midfield too to cover all the attacking threat from the opposition, yeah. So, um, yeah, you own Rafinha, right? It's another 
should be like one of the games that he really should have hauled. Uh. And again, are, are you like, are you running out of your patience with Rafinha? I, I, I think it's just one too many of these games where, like, yeah, where right. I, I feel like, like, hey, like, he, sh- he should have been hauling, but then, like, unlucky to, no, no, I mean, if it's just one game unlucky, you, you can call it unlucky, but I mean, if it's like, five, like three or four times where, where this situation happens, then you uh, got okay, yeah. <laughs> to, that's why I'm asking you, it's, it's quite annoying, I mean, re- I, I don't, consider. I just own him, right? And I really feel annoyed. I don't know. I can't imagine if you own him for very long. But like, he, his XGI was like 1.14. So he had four shots, four, four in, both, all four in the box. He had one big chance and he created three chances. So he definitely should have at least one return. Now. But one thing I realized, right? He's not on corners and free kicks anymore. He was more Harrison. I, I, I remember under Bielsa, he was the one taking most of the set pieces. That's one, one thing I realized. Like, he's not really on the set pieces anymore. He only took them after Harrison came off. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, for anything else, uh, Leicester, I mean, credit credit to them. Like, I mean, they hang on and hang on and finally broke the deadlock with a great goal. Yeah, anything. Okay, let's talk about Bright- um, Leicester for a while. Like, I think Albrighton, right? I think he really should not start anymore. I mean, especially if you have the likes of Lukman, Daka, Ine- Nacho on the bench, right? I really don't think Albrighton should start in a right wing. I, I know Daka and Nacho are not right, right wingers per se, but you can always change the shape. I really think he shouldn't be starting for Leicester anymore. He may be right back when he played right back. Maybe can, but not in an attacking tree. I don't think he's good enough anymore. Similar to James Milner. La. I mean, he's not as old as him, but similar. Then they both of them should just be like a squad player. Very bland performance. Okay, let's look. Um, Game week 30, right? I still think Leicester against Brentford is the standout option. So I don't know. What do you think of... I'm still hoping... I'm still probably going to get Vardy for 30 for my captain. Are you going to get any Leicester assets? And do you think Vardy for captain is a good shot? Uh, personally, I wouldn't go for Vardy, man. Like, I, I, I'm a, I was a Vardy holder for, for for quite quite long in this season. Even when like when he was was, uh, I think I got him at the wrong time where where he was just at the end of his goal scoring form, and then like I held on to him for for longer than I should have like, at the start of the season. I think it costed me a lot of, of points. And so I already have some personal uh bias against uh, having Vardy in my. So team for thirty, are you but, going? Are you going for any but, but, oh, As in my my feeling for Vardy is that. You have uh, Daka and you have Ihanacho playing in, in the same spot. I know uh, Vardy is definitely the, the the first choice for Brendan Rodgers, but I think we have to consider that uh, after 30, right, uh, they are playing uh, their Europa Conference League game this this week and then they are playing another one next week. So they have three fixtures before 30. I don't see how Vardy is going to start in every uh, everyone on the game now. So especially if he starts uh, on, on the game before game week 30, right, I, I wouldn't count on him starting in 30. Right? So uh, for, for 10 million, I wouldn't um, uh, invest in having uh, uh, Vardy as my um, striker. Unless you're on a free hit, you can afford it, then go, go ahead. But if you are not free hitting, then I, I re- recommend not to go for Vardy. Right? As in, that's just my personal feeling about having Vardy in I- the game. For me, I hope they get knocked out by Rennes. Rennes is a good team, actually. They are doing well in the season. I mean, in the French League. So I really hope they they knock Leicester. Then it'll be easier for us as PL managers. I will definitely, if they really get knocked out, I really can consider Vardy because 31 and 32, they might double, right? They might be the only team that double. So those are captain options for Vardy, I think. I mean, who? so are you getting any Leicester assets on, on, in your team for Game Week 30? At the moment, uh, no. Uh, but, uh, so... I I I'll talk about uh, this this one uh, asset. I think we, we we were talking about it off board. Uh, I think um, the person that I'm looking at is actually uh, Kieran Dewsbury Hall. Um, okay. I think he might not he might not be a, 
an FPL, a good FPL asset. I mean, there's a reason why he's not on the radar of any managers at the moment. But he's he's actually, I think, a really good player. I think he, he's he, he's had a break, breakout season uh, this year. Actually, when I was reading the, the forums of the Leicester, Leicester Leeds games, right, the Leicester Leeds game, uh, a lot of uh, Leicester fans were saying that he was one of the, the, the best performers in the team. Uh, they rated him the, the highest for, for the Leicester Leeds game. Uh, I, but it's the sort of thing where if you watch the extended highlights of the game or or if you just watch just the goals of the games, you you wouldn't be able to, to tell uh his contributions now because you know, only when you when you watch the, the full game then you can really see uh how how well he performed. So personally, yeah, I, 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 I didn't I didn't really watch the the, the full game. I only managed to catch like the last last thirty minutes. But I I think he he is a standout performer. I think he he's he's someone that you can look into having as that that fifth mid, mid spot like the, the budget midfield. I know Jacob Ramsey is a it's a it's a good. Option. I think Gordon is a good option. Moders is a good option. But uh, do you think he's nailed? He, I for, for me, I think he's he's nailed. Uh, personally, I, I think he's nailed. So I was just looking at the, the different uh lineups that that Brandon Rogers put out since he broke out into the team. Uh, at a four three three, he plays on the left side of the midfield three, and in a four two three one, he actually plays in in that uh, number ten. Number ten yeah. yeah, but that was when Madison was still injured, right? No, with medicine in the team. So medicine plays on the right side of the of, the, of that uh, tree behind the the, the striker. Mm. So I actually, when I watch, uh, if you watch the West Ham Leicester game, they set up in, in that manner as well. But then the thing is, like, medicine doesn't go out wide at all. He plays almost at the same position that he medicine always plays. So uh, Kieran Dewsbury Hall plays in that space between uh, Harvey Barnes on the left and medicine in the middle. So he's he's it's kind of a lopsided kind of uh, attack. Yeah, that's, that's, so that's the thing. As 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 symmetrical uh, like the formation uh, basically. Uh, and then the the only person that was attacking the right side was Ricardo Pereira, the fullback. Yeah, yeah so for me, kind of yeah. Work, uh, I think he's he's only he only can play in a midfield three in my opinion. I don't think he's good enough to play a winger. He's not good enough to play as a ten. I don't think he's creative. I think he is creative player, but I don't think he's he's not he's not really a number ten per se. I think if they play a four two three one right, if all of them are fit right, if all their their players are fit, I don't think he fits the best eleven. That's my opinion. I know he's been playing for the past few games, but I think if but then again, I don't know I don't know what's the best eleven for for Leicester also lah. But I, I think it's Madison, Barnes, and Lukman behind Vardy. I think that's the best eleven. Then NDD and and Tillemans, right? Yeah, that's why I don't see them. I don't see him being in the first 11 if everyone is fit. That's why I don't think he's new. Yeah, I think mean, like Ramsey is definitely more new. So, yeah, I'm just keep, keep an eye on him. Like, but and also, he doesn't have much of a threat, also. Like. Yeah, you yeah, got like, yeah. your Gordons, your Ramseys, and they are much more threatening, in my opinion. So, I don't think he's an option. But double game week, yeah, maybe. But one more option I would think is also Harvey Ban. I think Harvey Mans yep, could be an option. Yep. He has now for he has caught or assisted in 10 of his last 14 appearances for Leicester providing six consecutive returns in six the last six home games so he's definitely a player who's who's capable and also reliable in my opinion i mean for that Leicester game i mean for that game week 30 right he, Leicester is definitely the standout fixture right? i think i don't know whether you're not i think you can captain Kane or Sun against West Ham but it's not ideal i still think if you got Harvey Barnes or Vardy you they are still captainable options but then again Harvey Barnes uh, Harvey Barnes should be near right yeah, yeah. I, I think he, he's he's near in the yeah. spot at the moment. Now. Yeah. I, I would I would Captain Lester has said in 30 la, either Buns or Vadia, but I'm, I'm going for Vadia, but I don't mind if you go for Buns if you have a spot in your midfield, which is quite crowd, crowded now. Mm. Yeah, anything anything else to add before I move on to the next game? No. Let's move okay, on. Let's go on to Burnley Chelsea. The Rich James. <laughs> Rich James game. Yeah, yeah. You wanna start first? Yeah, I 
with James is, is a fantastic player like, like, like we mentioned he is not playing a, a wing back position he's a winger basically uh, but but actually to be honest like in the first half he 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 played quite a reserve role like. he wasn't really yeah. uh, pushing a lot i think uh, i think after the second half, uh, after the halftime, I think Tuchel's instruction was to, was to get get him out more lah. But from what I, from what I see, he, he was a very tidy player. Whenever I, I look at him uh, getting the ball, he doesn't uh, he 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 makes sure like he he holds possession uh, to to the ball. He doesn't and and uh, he doesn't he doesn't lose the ball much lah. Basically, and his final ball is really really very good. Like the way the way he attacks is really good. Like, any any thoughts from you about? Recently? Yeah. So. About this, okay, basically the game, I mean, I would just talk about the game. I mean, it's a bizarre game. Actually, in the first half, right, Burnley was a better team. Right, I mean, yeah. they should have scored one or even maybe even two goals. There was a chance for Collins, who should have left it for White Horse, actually. And White Horse would have scored. And McNeil missed a great chance from a poor punch from Mandy. Yeah, so they really, Burnley should have released kind of first half. But then second half is totally different story. They just finally just stepped up. Rhys James, Pulisic, Harvard. I mean, I mean, Rhys James is Rhys James. Like, we know that he's quality. So this, this goal, right, is his fifth goal from 15 starts. He brought up his fifth double-digit haul of the season with only TA and Cancelo having more among defenders. He's the only defender with 5-plus goals and 5-plus assists this season. His goal and assist came from just two shots and one key pass. But like, but that, I mean, he's actually his XGI and stats wasn't that impressive. I mean, he just, he was, I mean, the goal also was a very good goal. I mean, the, he's a very low XG. So he got lucky in a way. Lah. But then, if you have quality like that, I mean, I don't think he's lucky. Lah. But if you compare his XGI to like Rafinha, it's like, Way lower, like <laughs> if you captain Rafinha, for example, right? If you captain Rafinha, you'll be leave it, lah. If you look at the stats, but yeah, that's that's it is what it is, lah. For his James, a quality player. I'm not saying Rafinha is not quality. Rafinha is still quality, but he's just unlucky, lah. I mean, just variance. I I think he, he has kept, all the all the good attributes that a, a winger should have, lah. Uh, Riz James, yeah. Like uh, he he can cross the but ball. But you think like a right winger or a left winger? Right, right winger or why, why, why left winger? I mean, he's he's, he's blinks blinks so well on, on yeah, the right. Yeah. Why would he? No, like, like basically, like Saka is a left back, and then he went to right winger. You know, wingers are usually inverted. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think yeah, he, he definitely can play winger lah for sure. I mean, right or left, he's, he's a good athlete as well. But I think right right wing back is his prime position. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I wasn't sure about why why uh when the second half uh, came, I Bernie didn't look as compact as they, as they did in the first half lah. It, yeah. it felt so much more uh open uh when Chelsea attacked the second half. Yeah. I think it's just they just stepped up. La. I mean something happened in the halftime team talk and then they just stepped up. Region decided that okay, we are much better than this. Because they, they all have quality. Pulisic just came out okay, we are better, we are much better than this. And they just the quality showed through. La. There's there's very little Burnley could do. La. But um do you want to spare any thoughts for people who actually went Rudiger over James? I mean, I think they are quite unlucky. La. Because as I, as I said earlier, the the quality, the XG was very low for Rhys James. I mean Rudiger could have like he he had a few pot shots, but other than that, nothing much lah. But it's a bit unlucky like if you went for Rudiger. But I still I still think it's a uh, it's a fine pick Yeah, yeah it's, it's a safe pick. I mean, uh, if you ask me, and uh, now whether going for Rudiger was a good move. Yeah, it, it was a good move because he he was nailed uh in the Chelsea game and Chelsea was essentially playing against Norwich and Burnley, two of the like worst worst sides yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah, so, Don't beat yourself up too much lah. I mean, it's yeah. just a it's a Unlucky that Rhys James got three times the points. But I think I have against Norwich lah. You just, but then again, if Rhys James plays Norwich, then it's really not good news lah because he can easily get another double digit. Yeah, I mean it's just one of those like decisions that is unlucky lah. I mean there's nothing wrong with your decision if you went you know, just one of those that didn't go your way. But don't beat yourself up. Shall we move on? Uh, any any thoughts on Burnley assets? Uh, Burnley any... assets? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, because, I, I, I don't think I own any Burnley. 
Bundy oh. does does have uh, a few unrescheduled uh, fixtures, so I I think there is a few more uh, doubles that uh, is it's gonna happen. Yeah. After so for me, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, if you because I'm gonna free hit in those bigger games, right? If they they just double in a small game week like the twenty seven, right? If they're the only team and another team doubling, I wouldn't go for any. Uh, unless unless it's a decent fixture, I'll probably punt on a defender, any of the defenders really. But but not white horse, uh, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think I'll go for it. Although he's he should he's a good player. He's quite talismanic in a way. But I I, I wouldn't go for Burnley. I, I'm sure I don't think I, I advise anyone to go for Burnley even if they double. Uh. Yeah. Maybe maybe in 36 if you're playing a bench boost then you can get like Connor Roberts. Mm. Yeah. Or even so, Pope as your second keeper. Your second keeper I think is fine. I, I think for, for your bench boost uh. But other than that so, so uh, just 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 like my recommendation for Kieran Dewsbury Hall, I think th- this should be like your the last players, the players that you won't be starting your team at all. Right? You know, players for like bench boost, okay lah. Yeah, Brownhill players like uh, Connor Roberts, maybe you know, as your fifth mid defender. I think that mm-hmm. that's acceptable. But I think for Ragos, I think it's a bit more expensive at six point five. You probably have to uh, if you have him in your team, probably have to look to keep him in your team uh, for for the long run. Like you probably have to play him. You don't really want to buy white horse and keep him on, keep him on your bench, lah. So yeah. I think uh, for Burnley assets, just look at those ch- cheaper options, and I think yeah, you're you're good to yeah. go, lah. It's yeah. fine for me. It's totally fine to bench boost them in your bench boost team because like it may be in thirty six, they still need a results to stay up, right? For example, I think they're totally fine. I think they will sh- they will park the bus and try to not not consider. Right? So I really think it's fine if you if you want to bench boost yeah. with Burnley assets, but like, but not not as like a starting eleven. I only as as a bench boost. That's my opinion. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. No, nothing else. Okay, next game will be my team Liverpool won West Ham nil. So we had 69 possession of the ball, 22 shots to their 13. But in terms of big opportunities, right, West Ham had the better of them. There was the Bowen one where Robo made a great challenge. Then the Lanzini, you didn't you, you have seen this at yeah, the Lanzini right. one, where he skied over the bar. And Antonio had a couple of half chances. Fornals also went for chip. So basically they had the better of chances. But they did create a number of problems for us. Uh, and they do that because I mean that's what you expect from uh, David Moyes' team. Uh. You expect them to be well-organized, fundamentally sound. They're not going to make major mistakes. They work really hard and they won't, they, they don't, even they are one nil down right, their hits don't drop. They are, that's, that's what I think the David Moyes' team is. Uh. So it's very tough to play against them. So, but then, but I thought if our front three, right, had a little bit, bit more composure, right, in particular, Mo Salah, right, we could have scored a couple more, uh, for sure. I mean, there's a lot of snatching at shots, wasteful moments in the final third that let us down. But we got away with it, lah. Uh. But I felt like we needed Jota to come on earlier. I mean, Jota came on for Salah on the 79th minute. I think we needed Jota earlier because th- there were chances to finish. Uh, but our strikers, they were just snatching at shots. Not clinical enough. We needed like a Jota figure. Like, as good as D- um, Lu- Luis Diaz, right? He, he's, I mean, he's, the more I look at him, I, I still can't believe we have him. Uh. Like, we bought him from Port- in a Portuguese league, right? He came on. He straight away, his technique is so good. Like, he can kill the ball from any, and you just pass to him, he will control it. And he when he cuts in, right? It's like, very hard to, even though you know he's cutting in, right? He's very hard to defend against, but he just needs to improve in, in his finishing. Uh. It will come. Uh. I'm, I'm quite sure about it. So, so, yeah, somehow, then, so somehow all these transfers that we, uh, Premier League teams are making uh, from uh, Portuguese teams are, are really good. Uh. Like So far, Bruno, I can think of Bruno. Uh, Bruno Fernandes and also Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz is also from Portuguese league. Oh, yes. Benfica, I think from yeah, Benfica. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, underrated uh, this Portuguese league. I mean, I mean, they are probably better than the French league, uh, but yeah. But anyway, like, for, for West Ham, I think Antonio looked quite decent actually. I mean, he gave Konate a few scary moments, even though I think all in all, Konate did quite well with him. Like, despite people, I read on Twitter saying that people saying that Konate had a bad game, but I think he did quite well. But 
Antonio is looking sharp. Uh. My prediction, right, is he will start on a scoring streak similar to the start of season. I mean, he's getting there. He is capable. That, that's my prediction. Uh. I see him more, more hungry and he looked quite well. Um, he looked quite good. Uh. I'm quite impressed. I think uh, a similar run is coming, but I wouldn't buy him like, if you don't have any West Ham. I mean, West Ham, they do play in 30. I mean, we, for Bowen, do you think um do you think you'll keep Bowen now? Or do you think you'll sell him if you have Bowen? I think I, I might sell him. Like. I, I I think that that's I think he, he got, got injured in, in the Liverpool game, right? Yeah. And then the, the scan showed that it, it wasn't a, a, a huge in, uh, injury. So I, I I'm not sure what the, the diagnosis is and how long he's to be out for. But uh I I don't see him uh I don't see myself keeping, 30, right? keeping keeping him um in, in the in game week 29 uh, because game week 29 there are a lot of options at his price point that I could yeah, go I for think, the double yeah Bowen Bowen to Kulusevski is a simple move like, even for hit I think I mean even if you want to keep Bowen for 30 he might not even be fit so I don't think it's worth the risk if you mm. own Bowen I think it's an easy sell so some stats from this game right Trent created 5 chances he's the most most in the game week he had 2 he created 2 big chances Um, he had 1 assist and all 3 bonus points so basically Trent Trent was like another 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 world, uh, this game, he, he he had his passing boost on. I mean, he was really trained. Uh. He could have scored, he could have assisted much more. I mean, if you watch the game, right, the first minute really, right, quick free kick, right, just from from deep, um, Salah could have scored. Yeah. I mean, Salah, he had a quiet game by his standards, uh, but Salah really should have scored in the first minute. Yeah, I mean, on another day, those Salah captainers, they, they, it's a different story. Uh. I mean, Salah, minimum one goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, the volume is still there. Uh. He had so many shots, but he didn't have his best game because his, his shots were like, he... he was very rusty, very scruffy shots. Uh. Not up to his standard, but he's still the volume is still there, the underlying is still there. So it's just like one of those off days for Salah. I wouldn't be too worried. And those who uh, still have the, the, the TC, right? The triple captain chair, I still think you should just play on Salah. This I think Brighton away and Arsenal away are good fixtures. Mm. Brighton is Brighton is um they're not they are actually they're not in form now, right? I think Salah could easily return. And then Arsenal, Liverpool always be Arsenal comfortably also. So I, I wouldn't be too worried. I mean, I know Liverpool has a menu game to rearrange, right? You you may want to keep that chip for that rearrange game, but if you still have other chips to play, like free hit or... Because probably that, that rearrange game, right, will be maybe game week 36. So if you want to play a bench boost or free hit, you might not be able to play a, your triple captain there. So I'll just play it now and get it over with it. Don't worry about it. He's still Salah, the best, best, best player in the game. So you just captain him. What do you think? Yeah, uh, definitely a, a captaincy... Uh option in 29 uh, I think the most triple obvious captain. thing uh. yeah, triple captain. captain yeah yeah so if you still have a triple captain chip go go for it man I mean don't, don't yeah, overthink a, a Salah yeah. double uh, triple I captain I think everybody will probably captain Salah too maybe some will go for Kane but I think mm. most will go for Salah you'll go for Salah too right no I'm not <laughs> I don't oh yeah ca- because they play Arsenal right I don't I don't captain against Arsenal so I'm not so going. you're going for Sun I guess yeah I have to bring in Sun, Sun in, in, into my team and I have to captain him oh shoot <laughs> Oh, interesting, interesting. Even a double, you wouldn't get that. Yeah, he's playing against Arsenal, man. I'm not going to root for him to score against Arsenal, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, let's, let's move on to Arsenal. Uh, wait, wait, just, 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 just uh, uh, one, one thing I want to ask you. So, uh, Liverpool's going to have a double game week 29. Um, oh, yeah, Salah okay. and Alexander Arnold is in everyone's team, uh, most probably. Is there uh, worth looking at uh, third, a third spot for Liverpool? Yes. Or- 100%, okay. So basically, it's simple. If you're going to free hit in 30, definitely get a triple Liverpool asset. For me, I'm not going to free hit, right? So I don't think, if you're not going to free hit, I don't think it's worth it to get. So the, the other option, the other asset will be, I will definitely go for the defender, like Robo or Van Dijk, mm. whichever you can afford, whichever you think. I think both is fine. 
But I w- it's not worth it if you're not going to free. I think it's it's more worth it to get somebody who's playing 30. We have options. Uh, we have Arsenal defense. We have Spurs defense. Those two are mainly. I wouldn't triple up. But definitely if you're free hitting or if you even if you're not free hitting and you can afford to like maybe get nine players with a hit next game week in game week 30 and you still with triple level, I think it's fine. Mm. But I think if you're not, I think it's fine to sway away. But Jota is not worth it for sure. I wouldn't go for Luis Diaz because anything could happen there. It's, it's, quite, it's quite annoying that Luis Diaz came on, right? And then Jota was injured. Then when Diaz played, right, he was too good to be dropped. So I don't see the rotation. I think it's difficult to call the rotation. I really can't mm. tell. I think they will share minutes for sure. Yep. So I would, not, I would just go for a defender, but I don't, I don't think it's worth it if you're not going to free it. Yeah. If you're going to free it, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I thought... agree I agree with you on, on getting the third spot as a Liverpool defender. So I, I see, uh, especially with, with Spurs win over Everton, I think the tides are shifting to for people to get... Uh, Tottenham, Matt uh, uh, Doherty, basically. Yeah, so I, I think uh, Spurs' defense is, is not great. Lah. I mean, yeah, uh, I, I, of course, Doherty get, get, gets returned, lah, but Robertson and yeah. Van Dijk are, are definitely better picks than, than, than Doherty. Lah, in my but, 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 but if you're not going to free hit, do yeah. you think it's worth... Uh, if you're not freehitting, then then uh, it's, it's yeah. So so th- th- that's that's the thing you see. That's that's the advantage that a, a free free hit uh, in thirty gives you. It gives you the option to play the best players in twenty nine. Right? So you should take advantage of that in in twenty nine. So if you are freehitting in thirty, I agree to go for Liverpool defender if you have the money now. Yeah. But also one more thing, right? I don't mind not going for a triple up for Liverpool because as you can see Liverpool do concede chances I mean there's, you, Arsenal and Brighton could easily score one goal each and then there, there, there goes the clean sheet so I'm not too afraid of like a, a triple Liverpool or second like a Robo if my if somebody has Robo I would not too afraid to be honest but I still think you should go for it if you're not if you're going to free hit for sure yeah yep. should we move on yep what for Arsenal two, Arsenal 3 <laughs> how was the game uh, it, it was a good game, lah. Arsenal dominated, lah. I the the xG for this uh was quite astounding actually. Watford yes. uh, has an xG of one point four two, and Arsenal has an xG of zero point nine four. But uh, as someone who watched the game, I was surprised with this stat, lah, because like I I felt that Arsenal dominated in all ways, like even when uh we uh when when Watford equalized with that with that stunner of a goal, right? I I it was it was never a doubt for me that Arsenal would not. Uh, uh, fight back like, because uh, the, the 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 chances that they had were, were all all very good and um I have to, I have to say a special mention to Saka and Odegaard like. I I the the way they they combine on the right like, it's it's another level like. uh, I think for Martin Odegaard I mean, a lot of, a lot of people are saying Bukayo Saka is the man of the match for for this game but for me Martin Odegaard was 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 the man for me like. uh, he he was really the, the the man behind most of the attacks that that, that was that was uh the Arsenal um uh went for basically yeah so uh, uh just talking about Odega as a player I, I think last last season uh, we didn't have him but uh, I think the impact he he had was was not as as much as the impact he had this season I think last season he he was more tentative he was coming into to a to a new league uh he was on loan uh I think uh maybe the confidence was was a bit low because like Real Madrid didn't really really didn't really want him right but I think this season uh, we can really see uh Odegaard uh in, in his full form basically the the 
the way he expresses himself, the way he passes the ball, the, the way he moves, it's, it's brilliant. Uh, on, on the right, uh, I, I pity any uh, guys on the left that's, that's going to go up against Saka and, and Odegaard. And it would be interesting uh, for me to, to watch them against uh, quality um, defenders in, in Liverpool uh, next week. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll have a look at uh, how, how that pans out. Uh. It will be quite dangerous because Liverpool play a high line. If Saka can like manufacture his runs from deep, I think I think it'll be quite interesting. For me, like Arsenal definitely play great, great football. I mean, they look really good. I mean, the XG is quite surprising if you actually watch the game because Arsenal look very fancy, but then they do they they do look shaky at the back. I mean, I mean, besides the the wonder goal from Chuchora, I mean Ben White, I think Ben White made a big mistake for the goal for Sosos goal. I think if I felt like watching the game, right? If the game was like another 10 minutes, I think it, Watford could have even scored. Uh, it was quite troubling. I mean, yeah, that's that's my feeling. Uh, even though Arsenal probably should have scored much more than three. But at, at that point, right, when Sissoko scored, right, I think they would, if there was uh, another 10 more, more minutes in the game, I think it would be quite scary. Far, is Watford worried Arsenal defence far too often uh, for my liking. I mean, I'm looking to buy Arsenal assets now, right? I'm really wondering whether it's worth it. Uh, and we'll talk about it later. I mean, like Dennis, I mean, for a non-Dennis owner, right, I was quite, it's quite annoying to see me, to see him playing so well. Uh. I mean, he had four shots, three in the box, he had one big chance. The fact that he didn't return is quite amazing, but it was too uncomfortable for my liking uh, as a non-Dennis owner. And then like, if you look at Saka, right, despite sc- scoring one and assisting one, right, he had only had a XG of 0.08 and XA of 0.14. He only had one shot the whole match. He didn't feel like it, right? Yeah, it's because maybe, like because like he almost, almost like, that's one he almost, got into the ball bank, Hassan Kamara, like, last ditch tackle, I think those, I think, like, watching the first half, I, actually, right, I was hoping Saka, I think Saka could have scored more, could return more, like, he felt, the fact that he had, his stats, he only had one shot, is a bit surprising, like, but yeah, that's one of the things, that, he, he looks so, so dangerous on the right, like, like, I, yeah. I, I, I felt like from the body language of Kamara that he was he was really nerv- nervous like facing up against yeah. Saka like he, he was like very tentative and didn't really yeah. know what uh, like what Saka was going to do and even as someone's watching the football like I'm, I'm like okay what's Saka going to do is he going to the left is he going to the right uh, what's he going to do is he going to cut in like wow like this it's, it's so dynamic man, the player and uh, w- one thing because like when, when Pepe came on to the game right, and, and then uh, they switched flanks right? mm-hmm. the, the way Saka plays the, the, the wings it's so much better than Pepe like Saka can actually hold the ball he, he uses his, his body and his, his strength really well. I mean, he's not the biggest of player. He's, he's no Adama Traore, but uh, the way I, I see him using his, his body and holding on to the ball is, is, is really good. And when, whenever like Ramsey pl- plays a long pass, right, the way he, he brings the ball down, it's, it's sublime. It's almost perfect. Right? So like, Saka, really good player. Special player. He's, he's ridiculous. He's only 20 years old. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm, I'll just ask you, he's, in the summer, right, his contract is only two more years. If Arsenal don't get Champions League this season, do you think he'll sign a new contract? I'm not sure, man. Uh, I think it's I, quite dangerous. I think I think if Arsenal don't get Champions League, right, two more years in the contract, right? I think he might be looking. I mean, I, I mean, he's 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 really a top player. He should really be playing in the highest level, like Malian. So yeah. it's quite scary if Arsenal don't. Get Champions League. At, at, at the moment, the the sentiment is that he, he loves the club, but I, I, like the sentiment yeah, but can, I mean, can, can always change. Uh, yeah, I'll be quite once, scared yeah. if I was Arsenal fan. If he don't get Champions League, he he don't sign a new contract. I mean, yeah. Also, um, special mention to Ateta for the quick thinking for the Martinez goal. Great, great pre-assist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, I'll, I'll, let's talk Arsenal asset. I'm looking to get an Arsenal asset. I want to sell Jimenez. I want to sell JWP. Who should I get? Should I get Lacazette? 
because I think JWP, I want to buy Kuluzeski. Is it worth it to get Lacazette for Jimenez? It is, it is. I, I, think go- it, I think it is. If, I mean, if it's just, if you're just asking me, Jimenez to Lacazette, is that a good transfer? It is. I know. <laughs> for sure it is. Uh, but, about, yeah. I mean, like, okay, let's choose between Saka. I could go JWP to Saka and ignore Kuluzeski, but I don't know. Like, we're looking forward, but okay, let's say in, in general, right, choose one attacking asset for Arsenal. Who, 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 who you get? Uh, I will go for Saka, la. I mean, yeah, if it's say that. attacking asset, like uh, it's it's hard to, hard, hard to miss Saka at his yeah. format at the moment, la. But so Laka looks good actually. I mean, he, he managed to score assists in all since game week sixteen, right? He he managed to score assists in all but just two matches. Oh, yeah. but mostly it's assists, la, That's the issue. I mean, that, that, that's that's why I've been I've been shouting at this spot, la, Because like I said, uh, like I said, the, the way he links up the the, the attack, he's 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 the cock la, in in the uh, up front. He doesn't he doesn't get much goals anymore, but uh, he's, he's still very important to how. Uh, he's still on penalties, and, right? He's on yeah. penalties, right? Uh, don't, don't worry, Arsenal won't get any penalties. Why? Got Saka, <laughs> got Martinelli. I think. No, surely... man. No referee is going to give us penalties anymore. Why? We, we had a penalty shout in this. In, in this and we've been having Which penalty shouts it? every. Which one uh, is it? Which one? Lacazette got brought down in the. At the oh, in the okay, box. yeah, I remember. Yeah. Uh, but, but Saka at 6.5 million is a steal. I mean, he's not going to be this cheap anymore, ever, for la, me, in my opinion. Yeah. For me, the best three assets for, for Arsenal get one defense. Overall? Okay. Uh, overall, definitely Saka. Right? So if you are okay. tripling up on on Arsenal, if you have the cash, if his money is not a, met, uh, a matter, Saka, Lacazette. Uh, the third asset, uh, go for any defender. Uh, Ramsdale. You really rate Lacazette over? So you, if you, if you rather double up on an Arsenal attack, then go one defense and one Saka. Uh, no. So I'll, okay. So if you want to play by order, Saka first, and Arsenal defender, and then Lacazette. But if you are tripling up. I mean, these are the three guys you should get. You shouldn't. I, I feel that uh, you shouldn't double up on the Arsenal defense. I think you should uh, go Saka, Lacazette, and one Arsenal defender or keeper. Right, yeah. Still, yeah. But for me, it, uh, uh, just just yeah, one thing. For... Just one thing on 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 Tierney. I think uh, a lot a lot of people oh, yes. are, are talking about Tierney as an asset, right? But I feel that um, if you are looking to get Tierney in your team, right, I think just save that zero point five and 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 get Ben White instead. Uh, from the way I I, I see how. Arsenal play at the moment. Uh, I I I don't see Tierney going up as much uh, as as he did at the start of the season. He's not he's not playing uh, at the left wing anymore. I think uh, the reason for this is a change in the system, lah. Basically, right now Arsenal plays in somewhat of a four-one-four-one where Shaka plays uh, ahead of Pate. So previously, when we played a four-two-three-one, right? Saka was always going back uh, as a left back. Like he's always uh, uh, getting the ball on, on the left. So it, it allowed Tierney to, to go up more. You don't I think, think it's because of Cedric? Yeah, so uh, there is there is uh, a lot of people saying that it's because of Cedric. Uh, so they said like uh, Cedric was, wasn't as 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 good as Tomiyasu going up. Right? And that's the reason why uh, Odegaard and Saka are taking up uh, more space on the right and a lot of uh, the attack is going through the right and Tierney is not, not going up. But I, I, for me personally, I, I, I don't think that's the case. I think it's just a, a case in, in the change of system, lah. Because right now, Shaka is not playing uh, beside Party anymore. Yeah, Shaka, I think you're right. I think Shaka, you're Shaka, right. Shaka doesn't go back uh, to the to the to the left back spot yeah. anymore. Usually, when we build up attack, right, we always build up with with Shaka uh, receiving the receiving the ball on the left. But I think it's actually good that Shaka is not being played in this position because if you press Shaka when he's at the at that spot, right, I think uh, he loses the ball a lot. I think if you were to play him up further, right, uh, it's it's better uh, for uh, 
to build up the attack. Yeah. Basically, but that, that, that yeah. just uh, reduces Danny as a as an as an asset He doesn't uh, cross or he doesn't uh, attack as much as he always does. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Like Odegaard is, I think one of the reasons why Odegaard is playing like a midfield to to get more control in the middle of the park. But for me, it's a shame because Danny. I mean, he's attacking at threats. Has been like nullified in a bit, like, I think it's not good in a way because I think he's he's good going forward. Right? I think it's a shame, but only Ben White is so so boring. Right? His his attacking track is almost negligible, like, in my opinion. So it's them sent to own Ben White, lah. That's my thinking, lah. I I don't know. Do you think so? You don't. Th- I think maybe I agree with you, like, Even with Tommy Asu, with at, Asu at, 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 the, at the moment, right? Like. Looking yeah. at how Arsenal play, if you were to get in an asset right now, right? Like getting it's almost no different getting Tierney and, and Ben White. Now. Yeah. That's why I feel. I mean that's what I'm thinking, but like if I have the money, right? We just hope do you think if Tomiyasu comes back, do you think Tierney will be more attacking? I'm not sure, but if Tomiyasu comes back, I think you should go for Tomiyasu, man. <laughs> He's at Ben yeah. White's price and he uh, he doesn't he doesn't uh, attack as much as Tierney, but Thing at the moment. Yeah, is he coming back? When is he coming back? I'm not sure. If, apparently, he injured his his uh calf and then he he recovered from his his calf injury, but he injured his other calf after that. So I'm not sure what's what's wrong with his calves that is making him injured. I don't know what he's doing at at home that's <laughs> injuring his calves. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll anyway, for me for me to be honest, I'm not really confident of an Arsenal defense. Like they play Leicester home, Liverpool. I don't think they'll keep clean shit, but. I still want to own. It's more like a defensive move, like, Because everyone, everyone will own an Arsenal defense. It's more like a defensive move for me. Like, but I'm not too confident that they'll keep any clean sheet. Yeah, it's more like a good defensive move. Shall we just move on? Yeah. Um. Just, just one question I have for you. So, right. uh, you're not confident of Arsenal keeping a clean sheet, but no. are you more confident that Tottenham keeps a clean sheet over two games than uh Arsenal? Doherty's uh assets and returns. Uh, uh I know, but the thing is, Doherty. Oh yeah, it, oh, yeah. you're talking about clean sheet alone. Ah? Just clean so sheet alone, Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal home, Leicester, home, Liverpool, Spurs away, Brighton away, Man U. I think Spurs got more chance to get clean sheet because uh-huh. Man U is uh, Spurs will Spurs will destroy Man U and Brighton can't score. So definitely I, I, Spurs. I, I disagree, man. Okay. But but we'll Easy. talk about it in, in the when we talk about the Tottenham yeah. fixture. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next game quickly. Uh, Man City for Man U one. What do you think of the game? Man City for Man U one. Uh, man, man, Man U got rolled over here, lah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I. So basically, if you watch this game, um, Man U set up as a four four two. I I think with Bruno and Bruno uh, and uh, up front. But I yeah. I feel like it wasn't really a four four two. It was more of a four two four, lah. I guess like and mm-hmm. that those, those the the four isn't playing striker, but they they're just like at just above like the the midfield, lah. Um, yeah, so uh, actually, to be honest, when Manu attack, right, in this game, I mean, Manu got first half. Over this game. Like, first, first half, they half, actually like, played okay. They attacked well. They did attack well. But I, I, the, the defense, right, for Manu, right, I think it's just uh, Dihia and Inshallah. Lah. That's why. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I'm not sure whether you saw the, the goal. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you saw, saw the goal. Saw. Uh, they were just hammering at the at the goal and Dihia was just there. I didn't even know where the manual defenders uh, was. And I think that, that wasn't the only instance where Man City was just hammering at the at the goal. I think there were a few instances where they, they shot at the goal. Uh, Man City was shooting at the goal and then uh, the ball kept rebounding and, and yeah. Uh, yeah, so... I really feel for the defenders. Uh. I mean, they're not get they're getting no help from the midfield as well. It's so lit. I mean, they did have bad games, but 
I really feel for them. Uh, they had no protection whatsoever from the midfielders. Yeah, I mean, for, as a Cancelo, I still own Cancelo. It's quite annoying that he's caught from one world, world ego from Sancho and then those, those who saw them, saw him got away. I mean, Cancelo also, somehow he was more reserved in the game. Only in the second half of the second half, then he started to, I mean, with, with that bicycle kick, I mean, the scissor kick, right? Other than that, he didn't really do much attacking. I mean, yeah, Apiti won Bisaka. They were like, Putting three men on him, nobody helping him. I mean, he played badly, lah, but he didn't have any help. Uh, yeah. So, do, 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 yeah. you know, they always say that like Dalo is like the better uh, attacker and Juan yeah. Bisaka is the better defender. But I think watching this game, right, I, I feel that, I mean, definitely I think Juan Bisaka's defense is better than, than Dalo, right? But I think. Tough. Easy to be better than Dalo, but yeah. Yeah, it's easy to be better than Dalo. But then, actually, he's only really good at, at one thing, uh, Juan Bisaka. It's always to make that large, last ditch tackle. Or yeah. uh, when uh, he's one on one on with another player, right, and the player like pushes the ball and try, tries to make the cross in, he's always very good yeah. at blocking that that cross. But other than that, right, when you have like Grealish and his calves running at him, right, he looks like <laughs> <laughs> and his ankle socks, ankle socks, his ankle socks. Yeah, like he he didn't look like he he knew what like he was aware of what's around him, you know, like yeah, and, and but I think. Not- for me, because, because of that, like I, I'm quite confident of of Spurs uh, against uh, Man Manu because I think you you have one of the best uh, ball carriers in the league in Hyung Min Son uh, playing yeah. against one 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 Bisaka. If you if Hyung Min Son is running at one Bisaka, I think it's it's difficult for for one Bisaka to, to defend. Like, and I, that's that's how I say it. Spurs comfortably could destroy Manu like a trainer or something. I see that kind of game, but I mean this game nothing new like, I mean Man City good and Manu. Com- contributing the fact that they look good la, but I think it's more Man U also contributing to the fact that Man City played so well and in the second half right, Man United had, had an XG of 0.0 in the second half tough to do tough to do even if we try it again I, don't, I think it's tough to tough to achieve Bruno had a horror show la. his XG was 0.02 XA 0.16 just one shot in the match he dispossessed twice and they worked past three times in the 90 minutes so I mean really bad for Man U or this, this is the first game that uh, Man U played without Ronaldo in a while. What what do you think of uh, how, how oh. they played uh, without Ronaldo? Better or not much difference? Not much difference. Uh. <laughs> I think if if Ronaldo played, it will probably still be the same. Yeah. What would the, 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 I mean, if he played, I don't really think he can like jeer up everyone. I, I don't think it will happen. I mean, I think Man City is really too good. Uh. Mm. It, will be, it will make no difference. Mm. But actually, it will... Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, maybe he will be more of a presence but the result will be still be the same. Maybe they will have... 0.03 XG instead of 0.0 maybe in the second half. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's interesting actually. I, this game was 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 quite open. I think the way uh Ranik set, set, set up right, he uh did ask all the the six menu attackers to be quite high up like, when they press. I think they, they weren't really very intense in the pressing them, but they were high up in in, in the position. Yeah. So whenever a risk, uh. whenever Man City passed out. Uh, from the defense, right? Whenever Kevin De Bruyne received the ball uh, in in the midfield, right? There, I felt that there was a lot of real estate for Kevin De Bruyne to run. Uh. I I think I've I've never really seen that in Kevin De Bruyne with him like having to to run with the ball uh, for for much of the length of the of the pitch, uh, right? And 
Now I was watching like games when Man, played against, eh, Man City played against Brentford and you know those kind of low block teams. I always find that Kevin De Bruyne was always very sitting very deep. Like he's always trying to affect the game from, from, from deep, right. you know, playing the crosses in. But in this game, in the open game, right, depending on the game state, right, I think Kevin De Bruyne, like he changes up his style, right, basically. He he becomes a different player when the game is more open. Right. He he goes in more, uh, he he makes makes runs in and he, he plays that uh, kind of uh, killer final balls that, that he that's that is his trademark la. it's, it's a dif- difference Kevin De Bruyne we see la. I think if uh yeah so that, that's why I realized I think that's that's the reason why he, he got uh, his, his his two goals in this game because the, the way he plays is so different against a, a low block team la. yeah so I, yeah. I think one 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 uh phase of play that, that I really liked from Kevin De Bruyne was was I, I remember him running at the uh, menu defenders I think there were like three of them and there was like Kevin De Bruyne and Foden uh, running uh uh at the defenders. Uh. So I, I thought the menu defenders had it covered, uh, but uh, he was running at the defender at the same time he just played this like perfect ball to Foden where he, Foden just ran 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 past the defenders and uh, 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 defense uh, cutting cut, cutting pass. Like, it, was, it was so good, man. Like, yeah, KDB uh, definitely was on fire. Like, I mean, another level, monstered man. the game. Man. Yeah. I mean, as sense right, it's quite crazy to think that Man City, top table Man City, we are not looking at any of the assets right now. Even we are selling the assets. Which is quite crazy to think about it, lah. Because, but I think it's it's justly, lah. I mean, KDB is too expensive, right? I mean, Cancelo selling Cancelo, I think it's fine if you have you want to chase the doubles and they, they blank in thirty as well. But in the future, I think if they double in thirty three, then we'll talk about it then, lah. But for now, I think it's quite crazy that we're not looking at any Man City assets. Yeah. Of course, many assets we're not looking. I mean, if you still have many assets, I think it's a definite sell now. Even I don't think anyone is sitting with any Man City assets. I mean, if you if you have Foden, for example, do you think you still keep or is it a sell? I'll keep. I mean, if I have him, I'll I'll keep him la. But it's just it's it's annoying la, To to I mean, because for me, I saw Cancelo. And I think I think it was annoying for me to sell Cancelo because he's, he's such a good player. So, but I mean, this is this is FPL. Sometimes you just have to chase that doubles and and chase the the best uh, uh chance for us to to get more points now. Uh, it's scary to sell Foden. If I Foden to sell him even for a doubler is scary because Foden, as I said earlier, he is nil. He's playing very advanced, very central. In fact. Most of the time, lah. I mean, he's nil. I mean, it's very scary to sell Man City. I mean, they play. Who do they play next? I think they have Burnley. Crystal Palace right? away. Palace away. And yeah. thirty-one, they have Burnley. I think, lah. So yeah, a, a lot of people are talking about like Chelsea assets, right? Or like Harvard's and Mount. But I feel that, like, I think you, sh- you should first look at Man City assets first before you look at Chelsea assets. I mean, I mean, I mean for Mount, for for tw- give me twenty, it's fine, lah. I mean, they have good fixtures. Yeah, but right. twenty-nine was if you still have Foden right now in twenty-nine, I wouldn't sell him. But if you want to sell him to fund somebody like a hurricane, maybe I'll do it. But it's just scary. Take note that he will he can easily punish you. La. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy that we're not looking at any of that. I'm not even thinking of any menu or Man City. Uh, if, if, if only these guys were, were more nil. La. If only Pep wasn't such yeah. a fraud. <laughs> Actually, Foden is as nil as the price. And so I think Foden is a very good asset la, for, for the price and the relatively nilness. I think he's a good asset. But he won't, yes, he, there's no space. There's no space for him. Uh, KDB is too expensive. He's the best asset, but it's just too expensive. So, but I, I think Foden is as good as he gets. Huh? Next season, you'll not you'll not see someone like Foden so cheap. Maybe you still maybe nine million or thereabouts. Yeah, show me one the last game to talk about. Plus yep, yep, sure. five Everton nil. <laughs> do, do, do you even see this coming? <laughs> yeah, actually, I, 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 uh, I think I saw uh Everton. I saw a Spurs win. Uh. I mean Everton. You, I know how naive Frank is. As I said earlier, he's the worst manager in the league. 
So Feyenoord is a surprise, but I'm not surprised he lost. I mean, Everton playing a high line contributed to, to the goals they considered. Yeah. Uh, Frank got it all wrong. Okay. Like, his tactic, his formation. He played four at the back, five in the midfield, leaving Sun and Kluzeski so much space and time in the pocket between the lines. No awareness, so poor from start to finish. That's all I, I can say for Everton. I, 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 I mean, like, even like guys like us, like, we can see it, you know, like, <laughs> like we saw it against Mazzetti, we saw it against Leeds. Right. These guys play a high line and they lost to Tottenham. Right. And what does Lampard yeah. do? What goes into the game and plays a high line? It's like <laughs> with Michael Keane. You Michael Keane is one of your centre backs. Why do you do that? I mean, it's uh, suicidal, la. I mean, it's so it's naive la, for me. It's just poor manager. Poor. I mean, Doherty, you know the two assists Doherty play. I didn't even know he had that quality in him. I, I only know him as like, somebody who run dribbling well, but to have that vision and that quality, I mean, Emerson Royal would never try that hundred times. He will not even kneel any hundred times. Like Doherty <laughs> managed to. I mean, I was quite surprised at like Doherty, the quality in his passing. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't stunned, right? I mean, it's quite annoying that Kane scored six more points than Sun, but what a goal from Kane! Kane is really on fire. No, but but I, you know, like I I see like people on Twitter talking about selling Sun for for Kane. Right? I think that, that that for me is a sideways move, like, I, I I look at how Sun Sun played. His Sun contributed almost all all the goals that uh Tottenham scored yesterday, and like I I, I don't think it's a it's a smart move. But like, I think the the only reason why people are doing that is because they they want. Kulusevsky also in the team and I think uh, selling Sun for Kulusevsky to get Kane also I think it, it it's a matter of, of uh, their midfield spots I think they, they don't really have many midfield spots but I think if you do it just because Kane scored uh, in this game and have ha- ha- been scoring in the past few games I, do, I don't think you should do it yeah. uh, it's not worth that minus for in my opinion yeah, so, I mean Sun just caught one goal but he could have easily returned more I mean he had one more chance that but I mean this, he wasn't as sharp like. I mean he if a sharper Sun he would have returned more this game could have easily been 8-0 bro yeah, yeah. that's how I feel they, the I chances, mean Spurs yeah. Spurs like after 5-0 they, they relax really they give yeah. chance no, like even before like they scored the 5 right like there were so many chances and this this wasn't like you know like chances that, that were like, bad they was like super good and like yeah. yeah anyway talking about Kane and Sun right if you are wall carding now I'll, I'll go for Kane easily I'll easily go for Kane over Sun I think the fact that also the fact that you there's not much strikers to choose, right? And also Kane, I think is a better asset. I mean, yeah. he's really he's the type I think right now he's in the mood. Uh. I mean, one shot, one goal kind of mood. He's really the top, he's a world class form right now. So I'll definitely choose Kane over if I'm on World Cup. But if I'm not on World Cup, it's not worth the hit. Uh. Mm. And you definitely I mean, have to take even, it, even if, if it's not a hit, even if it's not a hit, right? If you already have Sun in your team and uh, don't don't it. move him for, for Kane uh, unless yeah. you really need to uh mm. you really uh, need, you really want Kulu in your team and then yeah. you, you want to free up that yeah. midfield spot, then go for it. But Speaking, I, I don't think yeah. I don't think it's Speaking it's of Kolozeski, he created three big chances. I mean I think 6.1 million, he is really, I really want him. I mean, he's even more nailed than Sun. I mean, Sun got start off early at 60-something minutes and Kulu played the full 90. So, Sun, I think Kulu is even more nailed in terms of minutes than Sun. So, I think at 6.1 million is a bargain. I mean, he looks like a player. Like, what a player. I mean, he's so cultured. His decision-making is quite impressive, you know. Like, he, he gets to the pause. If it's Lucas Mora, you can bet your house that you made the wrong decision. But Kulu <laughs> just makes the right decision. It's quite impressive, to be honest. He, he's quite like cutting merchant also this Kulusevski yeah, yeah, a bit a bit Robinish yeah, yeah correct. He, li- he likes cutting in on, on, on his left foot and, and taking the shot there like, uh, yeah. similar to Luis Diaz quite impressive start uh. I mean from yeah. I mean he, he's quite 20 years old I mean really impressive uh. I, the, the decision making that really impressed me uh. I mean he, he picked the correct pass all the time I mean so far I've seen him uh. which is a big upgrade from Lucas Mora yeah I mean um, for, for defense wise I know we, we talked about it just now I still think Matt Doherty, I think he's definitely first choice now. I mean, back to back, like 
worthy of a performance, right? I I I I see no way that he will get dropped. Mm. So I still think at four point seven million is a total bargain. Yep, agree, agree with that. Agree? So yeah, I for for me I and any other defenders except for Dorothy, right? Don't nah. don't go for them. I feel that it's it's not worth it. Okay, so the the reason yeah. why I say this is was because uh, Romero got uh, got uh, injured in this game, right? So I oh. think I think in the in the back three, Romero is the best defender in the, in the back three, yeah, I think it's important to how Spurs play. Sanchez, if he had stand stand in for, I'm I'm not sure how long Romero is out for, but if if it's Sanchez standing in for for Tottenham, I can assure you that the next two games, Brighton away and when you away, oh, that's true. There will be no clean sheets, uh, zero. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, that's that's how b- bad I think Sanchez is. But um, yeah, Dorothy definitely. Yeah, suddenly, Spurs is like a triple up now. Right? It's quite <laughs> quite amazing right? the, the, the change yeah. of fortune. Yeah. Kulu Kulu Matt Dorothy and either son okay. I think it's definitely a worthy triple up in my opinion. I mean, even like if you look at the stats, right? I'll just rattle through some. Even between Kulu and Sun, right? Kulu had even for the past four games that Kulu had played, right? Kulu has had more has more shots than Sun. And has more like his XG is also more than Sun. So even looking at stats wise, right, Kulu is even outproducing Sun. So the fact that six point one million, right, is quite a bargain, right. And the fact that have I said that his minutes is also more now because Sun for the past two games is getting sucked off earlier. Even Lucas Moura was also on the bench though. He didn't come on. So yeah, I mean, I really good look good for Kulu. I think I will advise Kulu, but Kulu or Saka is a close caller. If you don't have any, I I I have that decision to make. Uh, I, I really I really have to think. Through my transfer, I'll talk about it more on Friday night spot when we talk through my team. Yep. Okay. Should we? Uh, okay. Let's go through the rest of the games quickly. So, um, Aston Villa for Southampton. So Coutinho created two big chances in the match and back one goal and one assist and to take his tally to three goals and three assists since joining Aston Villa. That's quite a good return so far. Danny Ings continued to haunt his previous employers when he scored one goal and two assists against Southampton. That's quite crazy, though. He fired two shots, both on target, XG of 0.4 and created two chances, one big chance with an XA of 0.4. Matty Cash back his second double-digit haul and second clean sheet in as many games in a row. He has now the highest FPL points amongst Aston Villa defenders. The, um, again, for Southampton, right, encouragingly, right, Shea Adams, right, he still managed two big chances even in the 4-0 defeat, helping to boost his XG tally to 3.54 over the last six game weeks. That's quite a good XG underlying stats for Shea Adams. So um what you see I didn't nobody saw this coming. Uh. I mean, what do you think of the game like Fonio? As a non-continue owner, I think we got away with it big time. Yeah. I I I think if James hadn't started the game, it, it was, if if Reese James hadn't started the Chelsea game, I would I would have died this game week, like, basically. Because, yeah, that's because true, there were so many um, guys with Aston Villa assets that they got through wildcard or through free hits or, or whatever that yeah. uh, was that really paid off la, uh, this game I mean week, like yeah. if you watch the the highlights alone, right? You Cotino could have easily got 20 points easy. La. I mean it's quite scary that he's playing Leeds next. Hopefully Leeds show up. And doesn't punish the non-owners. I mean, I mean they say that Salisu is a big miss, right? But I think it's not really much Salisu missing, right? It's just the fact that Jack Stevens is playing. I mean, he's really poor. Like. I mean, he makes so many mistakes. Yeah, it's more it's more Jack Stevens than missing Salisu. I mean, a better defender than Jack Stevens wouldn't have. His 4-0 is really embarrassing. Okay, let's move on to next Brentford. Eh, Norwich one, Brentford three, Ivan Tony's. Ivan hat trick. <laughs> yeah. You know SPL Salah Abdul Rahman? He has yeah. Ivan Tony. Yeah. yeah, I I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So he he scored with his own. He only had three shots in the match, and he scored the three goals. And he he basically the the two penalties and the, the other goal is from a set play. So open play he didn't post any threat. Just all set piece. Yeah. 
So yeah, I mean we're not looking at any um Ivan Tony for gaming the the perhaps not. <laughs> yeah, so another yeah um, another surprise result is um Crystal Palace two Wolves nil. I mean, a lot of people bang on Wolves defense right. I mean really let down. I mean Mateta scored his second goal in, in as many starts for Crystal Palace with an xG of one point four. It is now only one clean sheet in eight matches for Wolves. So it's quite worrying. Uh. I mean we should have seen this coming actually. But for me, you expect. I mean you you don't expect this uh. I mean. You can see Bruno Lage, right? He you see his press conference after the game. He slacked off on Kiana Hoover. He said that as a young player, he wasn't ready and he didn't warm up properly. It's quite it's quite harsh words. Uh. He's basically frustrated. Like. I mean, for him to say that to out his player so in public, I think it's it's big it's the beginning of it to the end, uh, in my opinion. You don't do that in the press conference. Uh. I mean, Kiana Hoover actually he's from Liverpool, you know. You know, he went wolves in part of the Jota, Jota exchange. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he's a good player. I think he's a good young player. He's better than Nico Williams. Ah, he would have been a better cover for Trent. For right? Trent yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a much better than Nico Williams. I mean, it was quite sad to see him go. But I mean, for him to to get to get outed out in such a public manner is quite poor thing for him. I really feel for him. But it's not doesn't look good for Bruno Lage for him to say things like that. I mean, you can always change the manager, right? You can't change the player. So I'm uh, not not looking good for Bruno Lage. And for the final game, Newcastle to. Uh, Brighton won. I mean, Ryan, Ryan Fraser was the biggest overachiever of the day. He scored and assisted with an XG of 0.8 and XL of 0.0. How did he assist on 0.0? So, Fraser had just three touches in the opposition box and he created one chance. No big chances and only have two shots in the match. So, definitely quite a fluky, fluky return for Fraser. I mean, if you went for Willock, you got... I mean, if you watch the game, yeah, I still think Willock is a better pick. He just got unlucky in this game. Yeah, that's, that's my, my read. Like, you got unlucky and if we lock and if you have Fraser, I think you just lucked out with two returns. What, what, what about your asset, Wood? Any thoughts about him? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm frustrated. I mean, I watched the highlights. He did have a couple of chances, but nowhere near. La. I mean, you, can, you don't, I, did, I didn't really expect much from Wood, la, but I'm, I'm still hoping he can return. I'm playing him the next three games. La. He got one more in my double and he's playing in my next double. I'm hoping for at least one return. La. But I mean, he actually Newcastle didn't really look impressive. La. I mean, Bright, Brighton played poorly but I think Newcastle didn't really have any clear cut chances uh. let's just put it that way I mean they really miss San Maximan I think San Maximan is due back in midweek I think they will look much better but I think it's one, one of those games uh, for it's quite annoying uh. I mean there's a few who own Ryan Fraser right so that's one of the annoying part uh. yeah they, they either got uh, Ryan Fraser on a free hit or a wild card yeah, or wild card yeah. so, target yeah. these fixtures yeah. so, it's quite annoying but yeah, yeah. We, we, we've covered all 10 games still another 4 games to play on Thursday night so much more that could happen. So let's yeah. um, let's move on to the hot topics. So we want to talk about team team optimization for game week thirty one thirty eight. What do what do you what do you want to talk about? Yeah. So uh, basically, I, I I just want to talk touch a bit on the, on the fixtures that are coming up after thirty la, Basically, um, I mean, uh, if you are in the, the Twitter community, uh, think that the sources that they are really really very good are, are Ben Credin. I think his his spreadsheet is quite comprehensive. Uh, does this tab in his spreadsheet where, where he does a condensed schedule where you can actually see uh, the, the game weeks that are, that are coming up and, and the, the midweeks that are available for, for Premier League teams to play uh, in the midweek. I think uh, there are some, uh, there are a lot of game weeks uh, in, the, in, in the future where it's it's there's going to be Europe, European games. So uh, those... Which tab is this, bro? Which tab? What's the name of the tab? Condensed schedule. Yeah. So okay. in, in, in that, you can actually see like that in the in the 
the game weeks in which there, there are European fixtures. Uh, and then you'll know that uh, those uh, teams that have advanced in the European fixtures won't be able to play in the midweek of, of the game. Lah. Yeah, so um, Ben Carlin, good source. I think the other good source is also uh, Planet FPL port, um, uh, James, right? Uh, he uh, came out with a, with a port. I'm not sure what the title of the port, port is. I think it's like chip strategies for, for that. 30 onwards lah. basically he, he really breaks down um, what's going to happen in 31 to 38 lah. Yeah, so um, my, my thoughts just just generally I have, for me there's so many permutations and combinations that can happen there's so many things that are dependent on who uh, wins the FA Cup games who wins their European games right there's so many different ways where fixtures yeah, uh, can be played out in 31 38 lah. but I feel that it's a massive opportunity in 31 38 because there are so many unrescheduled fixtures. There are so many new uh, fixtures that are going to be uh, scheduled, especially in 33 and 36. There's so much opportunity for, for players to, to, for managers to play their chips. Now. So I, I, I really um, think that it's a waste for, for people to spend uh, all their chips within the 26 to, to 30 game weeks because I, I feel that opportunities like 26 to 30 we do see how how good uh, uh, the effect will be if you play the chips right but I think in 31 to 38 it's even better there's so much more upside so much more potential having in 31 38 la. so uh, those who, who who save their chips I think 31 to 38 is, is a good uh, fixture to attack la. so just just um just just I, I actually was looking at uh, 31, 32, right? I was looking at the, at the different fixtures that, that are, I think the highest possibility of uh, teams that is going to play in 31, 32 is Everton. Uh. So uh, I, I was kind of like uh, before the Tottenham and Everton game where uh, Tottenham <laughs> got, got whooped, right? I, I was uh, going to recommend those guys who are in free hit to consider Everton assets. Uh. Basically, they have a double in 30 yeah. and they might yeah. yeah, they have a double in 29, they might double in 31. So it's, it's actually, wait, let's say, on top of Everton, I think, I think Everton access, right? Attacking wise, I think I still think it's fine to go for like your Gordons, your DCL, because you, you can tell they can't really defend, right? For them to to be able to stay up, right? They need to attack and they need to score. So I don't mind a pun. I think DCL look okay. He looks all right. I think he looks fit enough. I mean, in the future again, I think, I think it's fun. It's fine if you want Everton access. Right? I'll just put it, put it out there. Yeah, uh, they, they have actually they actually have decent fixtures like They have Wolves at home and they have Newcastle at home like. I mean, uh, uh, I mean on paper for when uh, for when game, game week for game week twenty nine. These are their fixtures. Uh, for oh, okay. thirty one, I I feel that it's gonna be a, a West Ham and a Burnley uh, fixture a, a double for them. Double. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it, it's good lah. So I said my my recommendation actually with with uh, this this team optimization is um. There are teams with lots of unrescheduled blanks. So uh, teams like Leicester, Burnley, Everton, they still have uh, three fixtures to play, right? And then, uh, especially for Leicester, right, they have three fixtures to play, but then they don't have many game weeks to play in. They can only play in 33, 36, and 37. Uh, if they go the distance uh, in uh, Europa Conference, uh, I think that there's only limited uh, fixtures where, where, they, where they can play this. Now. So my, my recommendation is to start at this point, uh, start start looking at your team, right? And if you have any um, players from Brentford, Leeds, West Ham, Wolves, these teams aren't going to blank anymore, aren't going to double anymore. They are only going to have singles all the way, right? Well, so again, Brentford, Brentford, Leeds, Leeds, West Ham, and Wolves. So if you have okay. players from from this uh, four teams, and if you don't have ma- many chips to to work with, uh, I think you should start 
moving out of these assets and going towards more of Leicester, Burnley, Everton. Right? Arsenal also has two uh, unrescheduled uh, fixtures and Chelsea also has two unrescheduled fixtures. Lah. So that, that's that's one, one thing to, to take note of. Lah. So I think what I'm suggesting here is not to move your 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 Salah for Gordon or move your core players like Alexander Arnold for some Michael Keane or something, but keep your core set of players. But is that fringes in your, in your team, those those that make up the, the ninth, tenth, eleventh player in your, your team, right? You can consider get going even your, your bench players, you can consider going for uh Leicester assets, Burnley assets, and Everton assets. Right? So in the in the immediate uh 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 game week, right? I think Everton assets is, is one that you can you can look at. Like, like I mentioned, they might uh, double. They are doubling in twenty nine, and they might double in, in thirty one or thirty two. I think there's the highest possibility or chance for them to do it. I think. Uh, who would they double with? Burnley and or Leicester, right? I think for me, it's it. If Leicester uh, makes it to the Europa Conference, then I think the the double is going to be with Burnley. Burnley. But I think if, if Leicester doesn't make the Europa Conference, I think it might be with Leicester. Yeah. yeah so, because so Everton is also still in the FA Cup. So um, if they go the distance in FA Cup, I think it's going to be difficult to, to arrange their fixtures later on. So I, I will assume the Premier League will uh, like rational enough to logical enough to go uh, put their fixtures early on in 31-32 during the uh, Europa, uh, the, the midweeks with Europa, uh, Europe fixtures in, in there so that uh, they can make sure that, uh, that there isn't a congestion in the end. Yeah. So Everton, Leicester and Burnley. So basically... I'm looking at like, like the players that I was mentioning to you um, previously, the Forders, like basically. Last year, you can look at uh, Kieran, Kieran Dewsbury Hall just to make that, that last spot, right? So in case like uh, you need them for, for a bench boost in 33 or, or bench boost in 36, right? it's, it's gonna, you know that these guys are going to play uh, the game and they're going to double in there. And it's, it's not a lot of money, like basically. It's like, 4.4 4. 4, you can put him last on your bench and then you can bench boost with him for, for 4 points la. you never know what, what they're going to give you in the end la. especially Gordon Gordon is a very attacking player uh, I think he, he he's fixed he's, he's quite nailed in the team la. so these are the players that I'll be looking to get la. so like teams like Leeds West Ham like I think it's okay to move on from, from Bowen especially with his injury right now um, Wolves we see how how uh, vulnerable their defense is I think it's okay to move on from, from their defense now so I think Leeds I think the only asset that people have is Rafinha and I think like um, it, yeah, I mean for, for other uh, assets I think we can easily move on from that la. so I think that, that's how you should look to optimize your team la, basically yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's always good planning to, to do it early so that you don't have to make uh, hits uh, later on la. yeah yeah I also like to add on, right, Burnley, Everton, those teams, they are fighting for their lives. Huh? So I really don't mind if their assets are, to be honest. Especially for, but for Everton, it's mainly their attacking assets. I will not touch any of their defenders. Also, to take note, this is for 30. If you still have your wild card and your bench boost, right, I think you try to work, because 36 has the most potential of the biggest double. So you try to wild card in 34 or 35, then bench boost in 36. Do you agree? Yep, agree or so. So, so uh, it- for for me, I actually have a bench boost, free hit, and wildcard. So okay. I I'll either bench boost or free hit in thirty three or thirty six. Uh, either or, depending on which one I feel that is, is the best, better fixtures to the with uh, wildcarding in thirty four or thirty five, and then bench boosting in thirty six. You can build a really good team for your for your bench boost. But if you right. Be- wildcard in 34 and you free hit in, in 36 that's alright so I, I feel because uh, with your wildcard you, you, two can, games, right? you can e- two games. you can easily two plan games. yeah you can easily yeah. plan for 
the fixtures outside of the yeah. fixture that you are free thing. So I think it's 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 also uh okay to free hit into uh uh it's yeah. okay to walk out into free hit. Yeah. Yeah. That's where that's where if you still have your workout, you tr- you can try to plan for 31 and 32 as as um ABK has said, right? Burnley and everything. You can try to plan that so that you don't have to walk out in 31 and 32. Right. So you you can just keep this in mind. It's not confirmed yet. Uh. But game week 30 also will have doubles. So if the doubles land nicely for a bench boost, I I still think it's fine to work out in 32, especially if your team is not looking good as well. Mm. The 32 is the Liverpool against Man City game week. But yeah. Yeah, anything else to add? No, nothing else to add. Um yeah. Shall we end it here? Yeah, okay. Are we, uh, shall we just end it here? Yeah. If you're still with us at this stage, thank you for taking your time out to listen to us chat. Do follow us uh, follow us on our Twitter account at FPL Copy Talks for more of our content. That is F-P-L-K-O-P-I-T-A-L-K-S. And feel free to interact with us on that space. I am ABK. And I am Lukman. Hope you enjoyed the pod and all the best for the upcoming game week. We are FPL Copy Talks signing out. You're listening to FPL Copy Talks. Right here. Right now.